Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. Stephen Hawking, the, um, the leading or famous um, theoretical physicist, many of you would know, one of the most brilliant minds of the last century, um, tells a story of one time when he'd given, a, he'd given a lecture and afterwards when people were chatting to him, an elderly lady came up and proceeded to tell him that he thought that his idea of the universe and how things were was total nonsense because obviously the world is just a flat disc on, resting on the back of a big turtle. That was her idea and he was a bit surprised and shocked by this but he kind of went along and he asked the lady, well, what's the turtle standing on? She said, ah, very clever, young man, you're very clever. It's turtles all the way down. So she's suggesting a kind of worldview that our, our entire kind of world is resting on the back of one turtle, but then that turtle's standing on another turtle, and then that turtle's standing on another turtle, and another turtle, and another turtle, all the way down, just infinite series of turtles, and it's a beautiful image if you think about it. And Hawking uses this story at the beginning of one of his books to, to bring up this, this issue, this idea that if we look at the universe and try and find answers to explain it all, it might be the case that we just find kind of one theory that then rests upon another theory, that rests upon another theory, that rests upon another theory, and it's just an infinite series of, of um, you know, deeper explanations that go further and further. But the other possibility, the other option to this, is that at some point you find a turtle that's actually standing on solid ground. That there's actually something that's perhaps a, a fundamental explanation of the universe, a fundamental law or something. And looking at those two options, I, I think I find the first one a little bit unsettling to have just this infinite series of turtle. I would much prefer that we were actually standing on something solid, that there was solid ground somewhere underneath us. And while this, this is the way that he applies that idea to kind of physics and the natural universe, but we can also think the same way about other aspects of our reality, other aspects of the world. Um, I think of just intellectual truth, and we have so many ideas that come our way, so much information we're flooded with in this age and they come from different streams, all the different streams of the media, or the news, people's opinions, gossip that we hear from wherever. But is there, underneath all of this, real truth, solid truth, that we can actually stand upon? Similarly, we can think about our morality, and the way that um, our society thinks about morality is certainly in a very relativistic way that, you know, as long as you believe in your system of how you should act and I believe in my system of how I should act, then that's all right. But is there, underneath all of that, an actual, a true good, a, something true about how we should act and how we're called to act? And as well, I think a deeper question that really cries out from the human heart is a question of who are we and what is our purpose here? And the world can offer so many different um, answers to that question, suggestions of what our purpose is, or things that affirm us in who we are in some aspect of our being, but is there an answer to that question of our identity and our purpose 
that is actually solid, that we can actually base our lives upon? Is there actually a solid foundation under all this, or are we just floating around in an emptiness, or just an infinite, depending upon other things? The good news is that we do have a solid foundation. Jesus is our solid foundation, the rock upon which we can base all of these different things. And this is what our gospel is really showing us today. Jesus turns up in the synagogue on the Sabbath and he starts teaching the people and the people are astounded. Everybody in the synagogue is astounded. They're impressed by his teaching in this particular way. And it's not because of anything that he's teaching. It's not because of what he was teaching, the content of his teaching. In fact, we don't hear anything of what he said today. We don't get any of the actual teaching, but they're impressed by the way that he was teaching it. Because the rabbis of Jesus' time taught in a very particular way. They based their teaching upon this fundamental truth. Their solid foundation was the teaching of God, just as we would hold as well. But they saw that as handed down through, through the tra tradition of Moses. God had spoken to Moses and given them the law. And when the rabbis stood up to teach in the synagogue, he would be teaching according to what his rabbi had taught him, which was based upon what his rabbi had taught him in the generation before that, and then what his rabbi had taught him, all the way back to when that tradition was handed on from Moses. So they relied upon somebody else's authority to teach. Jesus stands up in the synagogue, and they're astonished because unlike the scribes, unlike all the other teachers that they'd heard, he taught them with authority. Jesus isn't basing his teaching upon what someone else has taught him, upon what someone else has handed down to him. He's teaching with authority, and the, the Greek word that's actually used in the text here means from his own being, from his essence, from himself. Jesus doesn't need to base his teaching upon what someone else has given him because he is the solid ground he is the foundation. He doesn't rest upon anything else because he is the center of gravity. He is the basis of all existence of the universe and all truth. All truth is in him. All goodness is in him. He is the foundation on which we can base all of our existence, that ground on which we can truly stand. And it's not simply some idea or an axiom, or a way, of, um, a way of acting that we're going to base our lives upon. But I think Pope Benedict describes this beautifully. He says that being Christian is not the result of an ethical choice or a lofty idea, but the encounter with a person. This person who stood up in the synagogue and taught from authority because he is that solid foundation that we can base our lives upon. And that's what our whole Christian life is about an encounter with Jesus who is that truth and that solid foundation. So how is it then we can base our lives upon this foundation? We're presented with this today and the invitation is that we can then found our lives, stand upon that solid ground, base our lives upon Jesus. How do we do that? And I think to be able to hone that question a bit more for us, I would want to ask... What, what aspect of our lives, what part of our existence is it that's perhaps needing a bit more solidity, needing 
to be founded more strongly at the moment? Is it perhaps, do I need to revive my purpose or my direction in life? Then I can lean into Jesus with that question and hear again from him who he says that I am or who he's calling me to be. Is my moral life in some aspects floating in the breeze without a foundation? Then I can anchor that again on Jesus, who is all goodness, who is not only the example of how we're meant to act as human beings, but is also the source of all grace to be able to act in that way. Is it perhaps my faith that needs some more solid foundations at the moment? Then I can seek Jesus who is the truth, who is the the foundation of all truth. Now, each of these different ways that we can seek Jesus in that new way is really about seeking that new encounter with him, seeking the new encounter with this person, as Pope Benedict was talking about. And that's an encounter that we might be seeking for the first time or for the second time or maybe for the 50th or the 100th time, but the invitation is to be open to that encounter anew each day to discover who Jesus is as the foundation of our lives. And if I may rest upon the teaching of Moses for a moment, if we listen to our first reading, Moses is actually talking about Jesus who's going to come and this, this teacher who will teach us with authority. He's telling the Israelites that this man will come. He says, your God will raise up for you a prophet like myself from among your brothers. And he tells them what they have to do. He says, to him you must listen. To him you must listen. So as we seek this encounter with Jesus again and again, as we seek to base our lives upon him, it's not simply accepting the idea of him, accepting the idea of who he is, but it's being open to let him astonish us, to let him capture our hearts again, and then to live in the way that he's calling us to live. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.